Hello and welcome to Rags of Bitches Bitches. I'm Nicole. And I'm Teresa. This is a show where we talk all things business, tech and making money. We do want to make the disclaimer though that we aren't experts but some of our guests will be so stay tuned for that. We're just two youngish women trying to make it in London. Yeah, we got through it. <laughs> Alright. <laughs> I know we like to speed through it every time but yeah. Um, right, so on this episode we're going to be talking about passive income ideas. Um, so just basically any income that you can make literally while you're sleeping <laughs> yeah um so we've got i think we've got like five or oh, two yeah. yeah so we'll just talk around those um some of them we've i think most of them we've done mm-hmm. or yeah some kind of version yeah. of it as well so things that actually work not just fluffy <laughs> that you find a lot of mm-hmm. so the first one we actually did a podcast about it before but it's our dividend stocks mm-hmm. um so i think yes yeah. so i use expand. trading 212 and with that it's like if you don't know, you invest into an index fund where you get multiple companies or you invest into one singular company and they could pay you dividends and that would essentially be your passive income. So it means you've put money in and don't necessarily have to go out and earn the income, if yeah. that makes sense. So yeah, that's a good passive income. I, I would definitely recommend investing in the stock market. Yeah, yeah, and choosing something that's quite stable, um, and you can kind of do your research, like how much, you know, how, when do they pay the difference? Is it monthly? Is it quarterly? Mm-hmm. Um, and um, like the percentage that you normally are looking to make as yeah. well, depending on how much obviously you put in. Um, so yeah, obviously as we always say, just do the research. But there are some really good ones out there. Yeah. Um, yeah. Anyways, next one <laughs> is rental properties. Yeah. So this one is, you know, one of our favourite ones to talk about just because I mean it's working for us <laughs> so you know and and I feel like a lot of the time people again we talked about this before price themselves out of things so you know if you live in London but cost of a house is ridiculous but it's you know you can go and get auction properties from other parts of the UK and use that income that you get from that property um, to kind of leverage yourself to get multiple properties um, and then build up kind of a roster and then eventually once you've you know you've done like I think most passive income obviously at the beginning you have to put in a certain amount of work. The graft. The graft, exactly. Yeah. But if it's something that you know is successful then obviously after that, after the hard work is done in the beginning, then I mean you're just kind of cashing a check at the end of the month, which is Fantastic. Yes. <laughs> yeah. And when it comes to property, we spoke um, on our previous podcast about investing in yes. property companies. I have my own property company, Rolling Investment. So people invest in me, and then I would do the work mm-hmm. while they can have passive income. So yeah, investing in a property business. Yeah, that's like mine. Uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, like the, and it's the same. Like you can get like um, property um, groups and companies like that. Mm-hmm. Like what Nicole does on the stock market as well. Mm-hmm. So you know you can start from a, you know a small amount of money and still yeah. be making a profit in property. Yeah. So it's not always just having you know multiple assets. It's actually mm-hmm. just investing in the company that you trust. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Uh, the next one is. Uh, high yield savings accounts. Yeah. I don't really know much about that because I don't really put my money in savings accounts, not much of it. So that's not something that I know much about. Fair. Yeah. Um, I, so I, yeah, I, put, I added this one to the list just because uh, I know it's 
I know our, our nanny used to do this. Like she used to have like accounts in all of our names and um, have like in the post office when they used to be really good. Um, what are they called? In is it interest? No. Interest rates. Interest rates. Yeah, that's what you, that's what you get back. Or that's what you're gonna be paying. Yeah, high interest, that's what it's called. No, high yield savings, yeah. So the percentage <laughs> that you get back after keeping your money in an account for a certain amount of time, you know, it, it's that you make money off the money that you have in your account. Nowadays, it's really difficult to find um, good deals. Like I think like the national average is like 0.1% that you get back after a year. But I mean, if you have like a massive amount of capital that you're not gonna spend right now, instead of just keeping it in a current account, it's best to put it in a savings account and actually make money from that, even if it is a smaller percentage. Or something, yeah. Yeah, or if you have a big amount of money, uh, or any amount of money, and you have um, time, and you don't need to touch it right now, you can get better deals if you don't touch your money for like five, 10 years. Um, and then you can get more money back like that. Uh, I know there's a lot of government-backed schemes as well that do that. There's definitely one um, for, like, not help to buy, but it's like if you're um, looking to buy uh, in the UK, you can put, like, a certain amount of money in every month. It's, like, £50, and then at the end of the year, they, like, give you quite a, you know, high return back, which is great. Um, so, yeah, there are still high yield accounts out there it just depends on how long you willing to and how much money you're into put in so and yeah i'll just add that with the banks you may not invest your money but the bank does invest yeah, your yeah, money yeah, in your yeah, behalf yeah, yeah, so yeah, yeah. yeah which is which is why all this stuff it all comes with um risk right so yeah. when you sign you know you sign your money away there is a chance that the money could go down there is a chance that you can lose it all you know right now it's very like trying times you know we don't really know what's going on a lot of people are in a lot of debt and things so just be mindful obviously if you are going to do any of these ideas it's not a hundred percent you're going to definitely going to get a return that's always a risk with these kinds of with any kind of business really yeah. isn't it yeah. there's always a bit of risk especially if you put in capital but it's just yeah. to be you know things like banks is usually the safer side of yeah and it shows that's why they pay less interest than other investment companies. Yeah, yeah. I think because yeah, they're, they're also trying to cover their own back as well. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, so the next one, uh, well, actually, I'm going to put the last two into one because I think they kind of rolled in. But it's to write a book or make a course. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think I've been talking for ages. So you, can, <laughs> you can talk about that. So with becoming an author, I've written a few books. My background is working in nursery. So I've written loads of children's books and with that I was able to go and talk in primary schools, in some nurseries and um, my books are mainly based around children under the age of five and they go on little adventures and yeah, so that it was a fun time. The last time I wrote a book was a few years back but I think being an author just allows you to, I don't know, like, sum up your career that makes sense. So. I was working in nursery for so many years, so my nose is a bit nasal because I have suffered from like really bad hay fever. But I think when you write a book, you become not an expert in something, but you put all your knowledge into one little. What do you, what do you creation. say? Creation. Creation. Yeah. Yes, yeah, so you put your knowledge into creation, and it's something to show. Um, so my time in the nursery, um, obviously, all the children that I met and their parents, and helping children who couldn't speak. A word to like a few years later they're speaking they're writing and like helping them to just do little things it's nice so I think 
Going back to passive income, writing a book, it's there, and I used um, CreateSpace, which is linked to Amazon, to Amazon. I put the book online, Amazon sells it, so basically my job is just to do the marketing, but Amazon would ship it to customers, and yeah, it, it's definitely passive, it's literally, because I wrote the book years ago, but it's still paying me now, so that was definitely a fun creation, so I definitely highly recommend everyone that knows a little bit about something and has experienced something, I would encourage people to write a book, because they say there's a book in all of us, so whether it's something that you have knowledge about, or whether it's a story that you may think that people find interesting, definitely write a book. Nice, yeah, and to piggyback off um, your comments about, you know, you took inspiration from your knowledge of nursing yeah. work, um, running courses, yeah. so online courses, um, where you literally, I mean, you can create like a PDF that people buy, um, and then all the all the knowledge is on that course that they buy one time, and that's how you kind of generate income. You just all your time is obviously making the course, um, and then it's passive after that. It's really um, that that you kind of made me think about it when you said about you know if you've got an expertise in something, yeah. then you can kind of use that and put it into a course, which is really and you know sometimes. You don't always have to sell it. So I know some people get really nervous when they think about, oh, you know, I'm not, I'm not too knowledgeable about a certain topic. So I, I would feel almost bad or guilty charging people for a course if I'm not, you know, the biggest number one selling expert ever. You know, but you can kind of leverage it as a way to get people's email addresses. You know, get them to sign up to newsletters of yours, get them to be interested in your business in general, um, just create exposure for your brand. So on um, AWD, a lot I offer like a lot of free um, templates and um, mini courses, and then from that you you know obviously you ask permission for password, email address, and then you get onto the newsletter, and all of a sudden, oh, if I think, if that person thinks about I need a website for business, then they can think of my company because we're already sending them. So it's all about kind of, it doesn't have to be money that you get, yeah. it could be whatever you're receiving from another person and you can kind of leverage that. So that was my long winded. <laughs> so basically what you're saying is actually adds value, isn't it? You yeah. add value to um, people. Yeah. So they, yeah. yeah. And then, yeah, and in return, they will trust you because you're positioning yourself as somebody that's quite knowledgeable like if somebody gets a course or they get like a free resource from you then and it's actually good obviously make sure that it's actually <laughs> whatever you're writing is actually useful yeah. then of course they're more likely to then you know come back to you in the future as well so yeah um those are our five it was five yeah, yeah so yeah, those are so. yeah five simple you know ways that you can start making money literally while you sleep yeah. so yeah <laughs> any any final thoughts Nicole? um it's just to maybe the famous Warren Buffett said don't just put all your eggs in one basket to diversify so maybe something that you're passionate about heavily but it could be other little creations that you do enjoy doing so yeah yeah absolutely cool all right thank you guys for coming and we'll see you again soon bye, bye.